2: Glenn Beck The Place Radio Network Well, to
1: reach back to one of our heroes from the past, from the 60s, um, Saul Linsky once said that even though both sides have flaws in their arguments and you can always find something nuanced about your own side you don't like and it's never perfect, you have to act in the end like there's simple black and white clarity between your side and the other side or you don't get anything done. I always try to remind myself of Saul Linsky when I get confused. The very fact that a national American broadcaster would openly proclaim socialist Marxist agitator Saul Alinsky as one of our heroes stands as a testament to how far America has strayed from its founding principles. By extreme leftists, Alinsky is admired, he's emulated. There are examples every single day of left wing politicians putting Alinsky's rules into practice. Rule number five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. There is no defense. It's irrational. It's infuriating. It also works as a key pressure point to force the enemy into concessions. Barack Obama masterfully employed this on a regular basis.
0: These are the same folks oftentimes who suggest that they're so tough that uh, just talking to Putin or staring down ISIL or using some additional rhetoric somehow is going to solve the problems out there. But apparently they're scared of widows and orphans coming into the United States of America as part of our tradition of compassion. You now, first they were worried about the press being too tough on them during debates. Now they're worried about three-year-old orphans. In the 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back because, you know, the Cold War has been over for 20 years.
1: But it's not only a tactic of the left. Someone on the right used the same Alinsky tactic during the primary season of 2016.
2: John McCain goes, oh boy, Trump makes my life difficult. But, you know, he lost. So I never liked him as much after that because I don't like losers.
0: But, but, Frank, Frank, so let me
2: get hero. to him. He's he hit war me. Hero. He's not a war, he's hero. a war hero. He's a war Five hero. Five and a half years. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell
1: you. You could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. You got to see this guy, oh, I don't know what I said, Ah, oh, I don't remember.
2: He's going like, I don't remember, I, oh, maybe that's what I said. Whoever the hell brought this mic system, don't the son of a bitch to put it in, I'll tell you. Don't let people take advantage. Get even.
1: Years after George W. Bush left office, the left continued to blame him for every problem they faced. Nancy Pelosi was asked when that would stop. But when does that (laughs) run out? When, When do you feel like that runs out with the public?
0: Well, it runs out when the problems go away.
1: Rule number eight from Alinsky, keep the pressure on, never let up. They follow it religiously. They are relentless. When we hear example of Alinsky's first rule every day, power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. How is this rule put into practice?
0: One thing they're not arguing about is whether the science of climate change is real and whether or not we have to do something about it. So whoever is the next president of the United States, uh, if they come in and they suggest somehow that that global consensus not just 99.5% of scientists and experts, but 99% of world leaders think this is really important. I think the president of the United States is going to need to
1: think this is really important. First of all, President Obama actually added another 2.5% to the normally cited figure of 97% consensus just to interject even more of Alinsky's rule into the discussion. The fact is that the off global warming consensus has long been scientifically debunked. The figure can be traced back to a 2009 survey conducted by a University of Illinois graduate student and backed up by a 2013 paper by University of Queensland Climate Communications fellow John Cook. Cook's work was finally peer-reviewed in 2015 by David Legates, a former state climatologist and professor at the University of Delaware, published in the April 2015 issue of Science and Education. Rather than this much-proclaimed 97% consensus, Legates pointed out that only 41 of the 11,944 academic papers Cook examined in his meta-analysis, point percent explicitly stated that most of the global warming since 1950 was caused by human activity. So the number is not 97%, but 0.3%. Haven't our leftist leaders heard about this peer review on the figure that they cite so frequently? Of course they have. But they continue to follow Alinsky's rules for radicals, to bring about the fundamental transformation of America that they see. We asked Stanley Kurtz, how can America combat this Olinskyite world we seem to have been thrusted into?
2: I actually think that at the root of the turn toward Saul Alinsky-style politics in this country uh, is our education system. Uh, We don't really teach... American principles anymore in our history and civics courses. We teach multiculturalism. Uh, We teach global citizenship. We no longer teach the principles of the Constitution. We no longer focus on the First Amendment. We no longer focus on the mechanisms of democracy, and when we do, It's often with an attempt to debunk them along the lines of Howard Zinn. Kurtz continued. There is a straight line, in my opinion, from Saul Alinsky tactics uh, to to this uh, untraditional and undemocratic way of looking at the world. If you want to have a real democracy, then you debate someone. And you focus on fair play and democratic procedure, you don't try to squash someone by intimidating the source of their funding. That is the tactic of someone who doesn't really believe in the Constitution, who doesn't believe in the American system. And it's because we've stopped teaching our young people about democracy and the principles of democracy and started teaching them instead a kind of subterranean leftism in school, that they are attracted to these tactics. In a very, very deep way, we have eaten out the foundations of civil politics in this country.
1: So how is that constitution void being filled?
2: Instead, we're giving our young people ideas like privilege, that somehow if someone has so-called privilege, because of their white skin or because they are middle class or upper middle class, somehow they don't have the same right to free speech as everyone else. That fundamentally is a socialist, quasi Marxist way of thinking. And that is what gets you to the kind of tactics that Alinskyites use. They see everything as a contest of power. They don't respect individual rights.
1: And Alinskyites even discuss the founders in their ends justify the means mentality.
2: They don't really respect American principles, even if they are adept at, uh, at uh, appealing to the founders as supposed examples. That's another classic Alinskyite tactic. Use red, white and blue American language uh, as a cover for your... Uh, tactics which have nothing to do with those principles at all. So until we get our education system straight we're not going to be able to cut off the appeal of these outrageous alinsky tactics for our young people.
1: The very first step is recognizing these tactics are being employed every day. Then education, as Kurt said, is another huge key. If we don't teach each other and our children, we will cede this nation to the followers of Saul Alinsky.
0: Want more serials? You can listen to every episode at glenbeckcom slash serials. Next week, you'll learn about a true champion for civil rights, Martin Luther King Jr.
2: Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio
1: Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home.